Welcome to the Childcare Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Good morning and welcome. Thank you for joining the Childcare Business Coach. My name is Evelyn Knight. I am thrilled to be your host of this podcast, whether you're watching a video or listening to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time. I really do appreciate you. Um, my voice is a little strained. I have been, uh, I think it's, I don't know what it is, a little over under the weather. So I do apologize for the rough voice today. Um, and I'm probably going to have to make this quick because I don't have, a, it, as I talk, it just gets worse and worse. Um, ironically, my sister is a speech pathologist and she's an expert on voices. And I asked her like, what do I need to do? I, I got to get my voice back. It's been like this for like over a week now. And she said, you got to stop talking. You just have to be quiet. Like, and just spend a couple days not talking. This is my sister. So I had to ask her, well, have you met me? <laughs> so I don't know. I'll figure it out eventually. But thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I really do appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to talk to you today about something that's really important that I've really been on a journey learning um, myself and something I can empower you with as well. Um, my coach tells us all the time that your words really matter. And years ago, this is something I really didn't think about. And um, I would use extreme language for things to get my point across. And I didn't realize that my own self-talk, how I spoke to other people, my children, my staff, it was making a huge impact, how I chose to word things. And lately, um, I have been really learning more about this through the coaching program I belong to that I invest in for myself. And yesterday, everything really kind of came to head for me. So I sent my own children, my grown boys, to a, a personal development training that I've done myself that changed my life. Just, I cannot even say enough about this training. Completely changed my life. It changed. I had a real paradigm shift. And um, everybody who goes through this has a paradigm shift, which uh, is huge. For those of you who don't know, a paradigm is like your belief system. It's how you see the world. And we have several different paradigms of what we believe about the world. Um, and it is very difficult for humans to have paradigm shifts. It's one of my big goals is to help you have paradigm shifts uh, on how you see the world, how you approach it, how you approach life. Uh, and it, it's so impactful. And that's what really is the difference if you want to be successful, you have to change the way you think, because if you keep on with the same thoughts that you have day after day, you're going to get the same results you have now. Right? So I did this training for me and it was so impactful. I wanted to give the gift of this training to my children. And, um, I sent them away to go to this training and when it was over, I wanted to be there for them. So I flew to Phoenix on Saturday so that I could be there during their kind of graduation, but at the completion. And then um, we drove home from Phoenix to Northern Nevada yesterday together. 
And it was amazing. We were basically, we just took our time. We had a great time. It took us about 12 hours to get here. And it was awesome because I knew that the men they were leaving as on that car ride without me together <laughs> was going to be two completely different people than the two people I was driving home with because of how this paradigm shift. But what I really noticed is how much the language changed, how much the way all three of us were speaking to each other was different than it was even just one year ago. And it really got me thinking. And, and um, my business coach, well, he's actually not a, he's a personal development coach, does a, a whole training on how you use your words. And it was really impactful for me to be in the car and to really see that shift firsthand. So that's why I want to talk to you about that, because it can change everything. How you approach people and the words you choose can change everything for you. So I want to do a little experiment with you guys, and hopefully, I wish I was on Zoom for this so we could discuss this, but you can still put in the chat. Um, I, I love the interaction, so let me know in the chat. I want you to do something. I want you to think of something you need to do today, okay? And you can put it in the chat. What do we need to do today? And I'll take one of your examples for this experiment. So what is something that you need to do today that is kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like doing the dishes, like, oh, I got to get those dishes done, right? Something like that. What is something that you need to do? And I want you to take that and I want you to say, oh, I have to, let's say dishes, right? We all have laundry or dishes to do. Oh, okay. Lakita use a report. So Lakita says a report. I have to do this report today. I need to do this report today. So everybody think, whatever it is that you need to do, use those that terminology. Um, put away Lance's totes in the spare closet. Okay, that's a tough one, Shillin, yes. Uh, so I want you to replace the word need or have with I choose to or I get to. And say it out loud. So I actually, Shelly, I'm going to use yours because yours is a heavy, that's heavy, right? I need to put Lance's totes away in the spare closet, or I have to put those totes away in the spare closet. Now I choose to put those totes away today in the spare closet. Do you see the difference? Yes. I choose to complete this report. I get to complete this report. Now, do you feel the difference in how it makes you feel when you're like, oh, I have to do this today, right? Whenever we say I have to, we get that kind of like, oh, feeling, right? So what if we change that to, I get to do this today. I choose to do this today, right? Suddenly it changes how the whole task feels. And it takes away that negative power that we're giving the task. It's huge. Yes, it's like a privilege. And it is a privilege, right? Doing a report, whatever it's for, whatever you're, it is a privilege that you get the opportunity to do this. For me, it's something I, I've really, really struggled with, but it's been such a game changer for me to change my language. And I actually have asked the people around me to hold me accountable 
when they hear me saying, gosh, I have to do this today. No, you get to, you get to. I should be thankful that I get to do my laundry after spending a day in the car with my boys. I'm glad I've got that dirty laundry, right? Because I got to enjoy myself in that, those clothes. It takes that have to like, oh, I got to do the laundry from the road trip I was just on to I get to do this laundry because I wore these clothes on one of the most amazing road trips of my life. I got to spend 12 hours in a car with my grown children, not really, but, but traveling with my grown boys. It's not something I get very often anymore, right? So changing your whole frame of mind to like how blessed everything is. It really will change your entire day. Even when you're going to your center, I get to go to work today. I get to serve these children today. I get to be with children today. Instead of like, oh, here I go. I got to go deal with my staff. I got to go deal with these parents. Oh, it's going to be a week. Now, that's how so many of you are approaching your weeks. And it's no wonder you have a bad week. If you have that kind of an attitude, you're doing it to yourself. I'm not going to sugarcoat that one at all. And you're looking for the negative. Remember, there's always 50% good and 50% bad happening. Always. So which do you choose to focus on? It is Monday. For me, it's morning. But you get to... The rest of this week, you get to say, I choose to go to work this week. I choose to empower my employees. Some of them might need some extra help, but I am glad I get to do that. I'm glad I get to counsel them, help them, and make them better instead of, oh gosh, I got to deal with this person today, right? Do you see the difference in the energy it brings on you and the feeling? If you're Approaching everything in that negative language and you're using all this negativity, you're going to feel awful all day, every day. But if you approach it with a more positive spin, it takes the heaviness of these tasks away. So now let's talk about how we speak to others. Sometimes I tend to be a little bit, um, I use strong language, right? And one of the things I've learned about myself, especially over the last year, is when I use the strong language, people, I, I give it more weight than it needs to have. And so when I use, I have to be very careful because a lot of times I am a visionary. If you guys know what a visionary is, I'm a dreamer. I dream nonstop. I come up with ideas and this is, and honestly, like I probably come up with 10 new ideas a week and, um, I'll tell myself like, oh, we should do this, 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 and this. And because I use such strong language, they think, oh my gosh, I got to go implement all this new stuff. What am I going to do? My workload is already so big. So I've had to learn to just soften my language and say things like, wouldn't it be fun if, right? Or even when I'm counseling somebody, I tend to get like, kind of like a bulldog. I just dive right in. So I'm learning that I have to really soften. And you can convey a message. And, and this is actually something I'm really good at. You can take a negative message. And when you say it right, without sugarcoating, you don't, I don't want you sugarcoating. Sugarcoating does not get the point across. You have to say truth, 
right? You've got to say your truth, but you have to say it gently. Think about it. If I'm counseling you, let's say you and I work together and you're one of my employees and I come to you and I say, your room is a disaster. Do you ever clean? What is going on here? What are you going to do? You're automatically going to go into defense mode, right? And this is just basic psychology, you guys. You're going to go into defense mode. And you're going to, well, you don't even care about how busy it's been in here. You've left me alone with eight two-year-olds and, right, you're going to automatically go in to defense mode. And that is one of the biggest things people miss is you come at your employees so strong and you wonder why they're not reciprocating. It's because instead of thinking about the actual issue, they're now dwelling on how you treated them. The issue is no longer an issue. Your words are the issue now. So my best suggestion for that is before you address any issue, have an attack plan. For my members, I taught the um, preparing conversations and how to speak to your employees. Take that class I did, the workshop I did a while back. Uh, It was part of our basic membership training. I did a whole series on communication but I give you steps. There's literally an outline I created and it just says before you deal with anything, there's a few different questions you want to ask yourself and also know the management response cycle. That's also another training class I've done in the past is know how there is a cycle. Every single person in management goes through. It's just natural where like we literally find out there's a problem. We think about the problem right? And then we have an initial response. The problem is 90% of the time, your initial response is going to be emotional. If you respond from a place of emotion, you're going to come out harsh and you're going to use harsh language. And all that's going to do is push away your staff. Nobody wants to be around someone who's harsh. That's it. You're accomplishing nothing. So you have to let that time lapse happen. And sometimes it takes literally two minutes where you can just take a deep breath and tell yourself, okay, I got to get out of my emotions. I got to get out. I need to think about this and really look at the problem from a dejective standpoint because every, and no matter what you're going through in life, if you're dealing with your children, your spouse, if you're at the grocery store and someone is making you angry, right? You're driving, somebody cuts you off. We all go through this basic human response cycle. The situation happens. You have a thought that's usually emotionally driven and then you react. If you could give a little bit of space of time between that thought and reaction and let yourself process, slow down a little bit, it will completely be a game changer, complete game changer. When you're talking to your staff, plan the words you're going to use, write it out and make sure you're replacing words that are negative. Go in and look at the type of language you're using and replace those really strong negative words. Like you need to get this room cleaned, right? And instead say something like, Hey, I noticed that your room, um, you may be struggling a little bit to keep up with your room. Is there something I'm not seeing? Maybe is there like some extra help you might need, right? 
there's also a perspective shift in what I just said that might be helpful for you as well. Maybe there's something, a, a struggle that this person is having that you don't see. Maybe there's more to it. A lot of times, one of the things I've learned is that one person's idea of what is clean and somebody else's isn't. I've just learned that for me, I have to really voice my expectations. Okay. And so that's the other thing. So if like, because I went down that rabbit hole of cleaning classrooms, if you notice something like that and it's not happening the way you want, you can't expect people to read your mind. You have to say the words, tell them. Hey, when you're cleaning the classroom, will you please make sure that everything is dusted? Even like the fire extinguisher up here. To see, I know nobody ever really uses it, but can we just get the dust off of that? Cubbies need to be cleared out, you know, and, and actually at my center, we actually have all this listed. It's all, it's all in writing. So I don't even have to say the words. I can just say, hey, did you check the cleaning list? Maybe we, do we need to revise it? Is there something we can do? What's going on? So you're bringing it to their attention in a gentle way that's coming from a place of caring, right? Instead of an accusation. Whenever you come from a place of accusation and that aggressiveness, you're just going to push people away and they have stopped listening to you. It doesn't work. And eventually they will quit. It doesn't work. On the other hand, when you completely shift and come from a place of, I care about you, let's see what's going on that will make people want to work. That is going to make the difference. And it all comes out in the words you choose to use. So really this week, watch the words that you're choosing to use. Watch how you choose to phrase things. I can guarantee you it will change everything. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about like being the wife, right? And I know for me, when I, uh, my husband was alive and I would tell him something like, oh gosh, now I'm totally blanking. Uh, on like a honeydew thing, right? Or it's, or just that, did you really just, I just remembered one, just took your clothes off on the floor again. The hamper is two feet away. You can't throw your clothes in the hamper. What is he going to do? Oh, she's nagging again all the time, right? Now, on the other hand, if I said, hey, you know, I know this seems like a little thing to you, but it's actually really important to me. When you take your clothes off, would you please put your clothes in the hamper? It does save me time instead of having to go around and gather clothes up. Now that's such a different approach. Now, if I came to you with approach like that, which one are you going to respond to? When people are just naggy and when they're aggressive or just that negativity in their language, people tend to automatically be put off and they tend to automatically just want to be like, oh, I don't want to listen to that person. You just shut down. But when you come from a place of, well, using an I message is great. Like I feel when this happens. So instead of being accusational, an I feel message, I feel like you're being disrespectful when you show up late to work every day. Or I, when you call in as often as you do, it really puts a strain on the rest of the staff and it makes it very hard on the children when we don't have consistency. So instead of being accusational, right? Like, look at what you're doing. You called in again, and now the staff has to do this, and now this, now that. Lecturing doesn't work. It doesn't work. Our minds are programmed to just shut it off. 
So I hope that is helpful. Let's see, Sandra says, uh, worry about the positive side of everything. Yes, people don't want to hear the truth anymore. They take everything personal. They do, but people don't want to hear the truth anymore. But there are ways that we can speak the truth to make it like more easy to receive. Right. And I have to say yesterday when I was driving home with my children, that was like the big thing I got as we were driving. We literally, what was it that we called it? Um, we were giving each other feedback. It was feedback. And we literally had conversations on, I feel this way when you talk to me like this, I feel this when you do this. That was literally our, like we had literally a two hour conversation where we worked through things. And before it would have been like, uh, well, especially between my two boys, my goodness, they're 19 and 24. So it was just like, rah, 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 rah. and I just watched these two men literally just, sometimes you make me feel because you do this. And then my, that uh, was my youngest son saying it to my oldest and my oldest would be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I made you feel this way. Well, sometimes when you act this way, it makes me this. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't know you felt that way. And I just literally sat in the back seat and listened back and forth, back and forth. At one portion of our drive, we were rotating seat positions. And I was so glad that that was my turn to be in the back seat because it was awesome to just kind of sit back and watch them have this interaction. And whereas before on the drive up there, they both called me. And we're like, I can't drive back with him. I don't care what has to happen, but there is no way I'm driving back with him in the car. He is this and he is that. And they were both ranting, right? They both called me separately to rant about each other. And then on the drive home, I just saw that language shift to something more gentle and not so accusational. And it was amazing how well it was received. So just watch how your words are coming out, the words you choose to use because they make a huge, huge difference. Your tone, everything, your words matter. They really, really do. So also my last thing, we are doing the Child Care Business Summit at uh, in June for my birthday. So you guys have to be there to celebrate with my birthday, but tickets are almost sold out. So make sure you get your tickets fast. It is June uh, 9th and 10th in Dallas. And I'm sure my staff can put a link. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, we want to see you there. I'm so excited about this one. Um, and I can't remember if there's any more announcements right now. Um, Mandy, you can let us know in the chat if there's anything else, um, or Lisa, whoever is there, but thank you so much, everybody for being here, for taking the time to listen for, and I hope everybody has a great week and I hope you bring some, consciousness to your thoughts and your words that you're using and even how you talk to yourself. Remember, you can completely change your day by replacing I have to or I need to with simply I choose to. That's it. I choose to or I get to. That's it. I choose to work for the rest of the day. I choose to pay my bills today. How's that? None of us want to see money leave, but I'm fine with that. I choose to, I'm glad to pay my bills because that means I have the money to pay them and I have the things that they provide. So really look at that this week and hopefully it will help help you to have a better week. Bye everybody. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.